If you've been told to pull up your socks, then make sure it's a pair of TNT socks. The TNT shop is now open at tntradio.live. Jeremy Nell on today's News Talk Radio. TNT. Uh, what is the weather? It is 30, 30 degrees Celsius here in Cape Town at the bottom tip of the African continent. It's a great day. The sun is shining. Um, Greta, I think, will be very happy to know that it's hot. Uh, but uh, I think she'll be very unhappy to know that. I don't know if she knows this, but I can predict that in, in the next few months, it's going to start getting colder down here. Uh, but uh, Greta hasn't quite figured out that there's something called seasons, you know, where, where it's not hot all year round. So nevertheless, it is going to get colder in a few months' time, but right now we are enjoying the hot weather. Send me an email, germwarfare at tntradio.live. If you're on the live chat, I think I've got it open in front of me. Yes, I have it open in front of me. Say hi in the live chat. Uh, I've also got my inbox open if you want to send me a mail. And uh, if you are watching, it's a great pleasure to have you joining. By the way, go onto my page on TNT's website, on my profile page, and then you can you can find all the previous shows in both video and audio form. It's pretty great. Okay, on that note, my name is Germ. This is Germ Warfare, the Battle of Ideas. Talk that matters. For once, we just need to do what's best for this damn country and not what's best for the world. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Todd Hayen, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. It ain't 30 degrees down here. It's <laughs> like temperatures today. We're all excited because it's going to go up to 10 uh, in the middle of winter, <laughs> which is which is unusual. So it's been minus 14. I think that's what it was uh, two nights ago. So, minus, so. Uh, Hold on, minus 14 in what? Fahrenheit? Celsius. 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 Yeah, you're, so he, you're, yeah. Yeah, so here in Cape Town, I'd, I would almost go as far as saying that I'd, I don't think I've ever experienced a temperature that I can think of that went below zero. It doesn't really go below. Oh, really? No, as far as I, I, I might be wrong. I'm sure it has here and there, but not that yeah, I can yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like California. Do you have palm trees down there? Uh, we do have palm trees, yes, but it's not a, it's not yeah. a normal tree. <laughs> are you saying, are you saying, Todd, that you wish that we could all have California girls? I already butchered that line. But yes, I know what you mean now. Yes. Um, I wish they all could be California. Yes. 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 I I, I butchered that line. You know, it is true. California girls are pretty amazing. It is true. But they all flock there because they think they're going to become stars and whatever. So it's not like they were made there necessarily. We talk so much about about all the the bad stuff that is happening in the world from from global agendas to transhumanism to um you know mind control and, and so on and one of the things that we often don't talk about actually is the good things you just spoke about california girls and the reality is, is that this there really is a lot of great stuff though in the world it's not it's not all doom and gloom no but that's boring it is I mean, boring people yes. have, people people have always been much more excited and interested in bad stuff it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's uninteresting. It's a bore. Mm. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> rather talk about well. let's let's rather talk about Epstein bearing kids on on his island than you know, yeah, uh, beautiful right. girls in California. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it is it is a human nature thing. It's a psychological weirdness. I Why, guess it's though? because well, probably because 
you don't have to prepare and and safeguard against good things you know and i think we're we're still living in that very uh primitive uh human animal fear you know that's why fear is so easy to to mm. to create and that's one reason why the the agenda loves loves that because it's easy it's very efficient to create fear and it's very easy to do but not so. just that people are consumers of fear they yeah, thrive off big it time. in other words Look at WhatsApp groups yeah. and Telegram groups. It's just always bad. Uh, the CBDCs are mm -hmm. coming. Uh, digital ID. Yeah. It's never. It's never anything good. I mean, what what happened to admiring beautiful architecture or a beautiful painting? You know. I mean, are we all just going to slit our slit our wrists? No, but you know, I've I've been a real advocate. I I spent most of my adult life in the whole positive thinking world you know i was actually a a, a practitioner in uh the science of mind which is a positive thinking whatever whatever church and whatnot and i in fact i'm working on an article about that about positive thinking and how it can be a detriment because if things really are on fire <laughs> yeah if things really are on fire you need to put the fire out you can't just sit yeah. back and say, oh, everything's beautiful, everything's fine, um, because we no, live in a material. But, yeah. Yeah, but that's not the huh. same thing. That's not No, it that's isn't. Not positive it isn't. Thinking. You're right. You're right. It isn't the same thing. I think there's that's just a being certain... That's <laughs> I think there's a... Well, but I think most people that think they're, they're positive thinkers, you know, think that way. I think most yeah. of them do. I've worked with a lot of people over time in the in the church and and whatnot with with this way of thinking and they don't really get it they don't really understand what it is there there is a base uh positive way of being where you know that the true values of being a human being and uh being in a material world as a human being are not destructible they're they're indestructible you you can't take those things away you're playing a game in the physical world and that game includes keeping your eye on that and being aware all the time that that what you really are is not threatened i mean the first lines in a course in miracles um is uh nothing real can be threatened nothing unreal mm. exists and therein lies the peace of God, which which if you can hold on to that, then you are positive all the time. You are you do know that that the true nature of being is divine and is sacred and can't be touched. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't mean you ignore what physically is going on around you. Uh, but that's and I the think point that I was making. That's the yeah. point I was making. Uh, let's let's yeah. just use the yeah. fire the fire analogy for a moment, right? There's a fire, uh, and then you just sit back and you go, "Oh no, everything's going to be great. It's lovely." That is obviously mm -hmm. being idiotic, um, and you probably deserve to burn in the fire. But the reality is is it's it's being able to to discern, it's to see. All right, life is good at the moment. Oh, hang on, there's a fire. All right, hold on, let's solve this problem. Because I mm -hmm. have the information. The information is that there's a fire, and let me do something with that information. Let me solve the problem. Mm -hmm. 
and mm-hmm. that is that that is a solutions based thinking then the fire's gone and then it's and then it's good again yeah and you wouldn't if you really were um seeing the the perfection this is hard this is hard to put into words you the fire would never be there so it's mm-hmm. like once you see the fire once you believe you're being threatened physically then you're already past the the positive thinking part of it because it's already there and it can be an appearance to you and you can work with it as such but it's still there it's still part mm-hmm. of your physical reality and uh you are expected because again we're we're playing a i mean it, it I, know, I know it makes it very trite to say that we're playing a game but essentially that is what it is it's like the material world is not real it's it's not true reality but it is a it is a place that we've put ourselves conscious well not consciously necessarily but certainly spiritually we put ourselves in this setting and what comes to us to deal with is is why we're here you know whether it be illness you know a loved one dying the the world burning up you know nuclear war whatever it is we are here in order to experience through that and to hold the truth and not just physical truth but spiritual truth as well which is that nothing real can be threatened it's all part of what it is that that we're experiencing in order to experience it i don't know if sure, that makes any that's, sense that's kind of like going off into some i mean there's all kinds well, that, of weird stuff to talk about regarding that. that 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 escalated quickly from from a fire yeah right, <laughs> right. but you know i but think I mean, you have I the right you, yes I, I get your point i and i think you have the you know the little bit i know about you uh, I do feel like you have the right attitude about it as if I could even judge that. But there is a there is an awareness of of what it is we need to do and what we can mm-hmm. do and what we can't do and also always holding on to the beauty of the physical experience as but well. But that's the point. Yes, that's that's essentially yeah. my point. I've I've been arguing I think since I started at TNT and way before that that there's something called the white pull um, and mm-hmm. the black the, the Blackpool way of thinking, which is like nihilistic and super cynical and just completely pessimistic the whole time, I don't think that's I don't think that's condu- conducive to health and well-being. Um, it doesn't. People have got this 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 block. They go, oh, okay, so you're saying that we must just be ignorant and, and blissful? No, that's that's not at all what I'm saying. What I'm suggesting is there's more to it than just seeing the train coming towards you. You know, the light at the end of the tunnel, if it is the train coming towards you, all right, so what are you going to do about it? Are you going to just mm-hmm. stand and let the train mm-hmm. hit you? Are you going to try and jump off to the left or the right-hand side? Are you going to try and turn around and do something? I mean, you know what I mean? Are you going to try and strategize and find meaning for the reason why you are standing right there? Do you wake up in the morning with a smile on your face? Or do you just wake up going, oh, it's another day of fighting the globalists. At some point, mm-hmm. you have to find that balance. Otherwise, why are you alive? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there are some people that would go so far as to say that that train isn't even there, <laughs> even though you can see it. Yeah, even though you can see it, it's not actually there. And that's true, yeah. in my view. It's an illusion, but it can kill you. It can still run over and kill your physical body. 
And it doesn't really matter if your physical body dies, but if you are mm -hmm. in the game here, if you are here in order to manipulate the material world for good to the degree that you can, then that's the point. It's kind of like you're, you're saying, you know, what's the point of living? And I'm saying it the other way. It's like, what's the point if you're not going to do anything? If you're going yes. to believe in the illusion to the point where it has no threat to you physically at all, yeah. and that has no consequence or importance. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's very important also that I, th I think, Todd, people need to go and watch the first Matrix uh, mm -hmm. because it gives you it gives you a very good insight into how the world kind of works. You know, you you either think the world works in a certain way or you or you you realize that it works in a very different way to what you think. OK, that's mm -hmm. good. And it's uh, that that's that's being awake. Um, mm -hmm. But you also need to be able to do something meaningful. Otherwise, you're just acting like an animal. That's just instinctive. You need to you need to be able to look in the mirror, like you said a few minutes ago, why am I here? Or, you know, firstly, is that me? And then secondly, if that is me, why am I standing here? Uh, mm -hmm. Otherwise, otherwise, the, otherwise you're just becoming like what the transhumanists are wanting. Somebody who doesn't think critically, somebody who doesn't uh, have a sense of self um, and worth and meaning and purpose. These are very, very important sort of metaphysical um, abstractions that I've come to realize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I have a bunch of uh, spiritual friends that are more in the class of, it appears as if they're in denial of the physical <laughs> world, but they see the physical world as an illusion. And what they do is more uh, advocating their own, you know, fundamental spiritual beliefs of love and care mm -hmm and whatever that might be they don't work against the agenda let's say or you know the the cbdc's or whatever it might be they only work you know with with other people or with children or yeah. whatever it might, might might be i i think that's a a positive way to go it's like they they know that that the physical world is in turmoil they they see it but they choose to work in a place where it appears as if they're denying yeah. the existence of that. And they are in a way, I mean, they, there is a, there is a certain denial in there, but again, it's the physical world is, is in my, in my view, an illusion. It's a video yeah. game and we are participating in it at our own choice. And this is the part that you can get dicey about because I didn't choose this. Well, your higher self, to use a cliche, chose your manifestation into this world. And um, that that is somewhere in there. That's a choice. And we, we can't know it was or, or we would get the hell out of it. You know, it's like we'd rather we'd rather live on a mountain somewhere or whatever. That's what we think. Yeah. But. But this is our this is our calling. This is this is what we're doing. Well, Todd, uh, what is not an illusion is the ad break that's coming up. So if you don't if you don't mind, so soon. I'll, I'll, I'll be back with you. I'll be back with you shortly. My name is Jim. This is TNT. <laughs> TNT's Alex Zaharoff Royd. Now we'll no doubt see many more such efforts arriving from all the major AI players, and it won't be long before some kid or 
anyone in their basement or bedroom is creating the next big TV or movie hit, disrupting TV and movie studios forever. Yes, direction and production will be issues, and there will be many amateurish attempts, but people won't just be making hit music at home anymore, but hit entertainment, all simply by asking AI models the right questions and then editing it all together. Talking Tech with Alex Zaharoff-Royt on today's News Talk TNT. She used to dance and dream of a better life. A brighter future with nutritious food to eat. A chance to learn, to get an education, and do incredible things. Today, thanks to Children International and friends like you, she dances for the world. Together, we give children in poverty a chance to set their sights high and achieve their dreams by ensuring that they have access to health care, education, life skills, and more so they can grow, thrive, and believe in themselves. Gracias. Gracias. Learn more about Children International and join us in our life-changing work at children.org today. Today's News Talk Radio. I do a lot of streaming radio. I do a lot of free streaming. TNTradio.live. So a comment in the live chat uh, from <laughs> Grok. Grok says, well, world, sorry, I, I don't know what that word is. Well, you know, it is all simulation. There is not a fire train and the ice wall would act as a fire break anyway if there were. I don't know what that means. <laughs> do you? Uh, I, I think so. But, but again, um, uh, if, if you look at this through a material lens, it's it's limiting it's like the material lens is like the matrix the matrix is a material lens meaning that there's a reason why people don't know they're in the matrix because they're biologically born in a pod and and you know blah 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 whatever whatever the story is so when when you look at this as a simulation then essentially you're saying that something that's material is creating the simulation and it's it's an easier way to look at it because it, it it our brains have a better time grokking it. You know, we is this guy's name Grok? Did you say Grok? Yeah, yeah. That's that's a. I think that term came from Heinlein's uh, um, "Stranger in a Strange Land" way way back when that was written. I don't know what year it was. The idea of Grok. I thought it. I thought it comes from yeah. one of those Marvel movies. Yeah, I, I'm sure it's been used a, a lot of places. I don't mm. know. It's it's etiology, as they say. But but anyway, I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm not criticizing this comment. I I think that that's a that's an astute comment to make. But it's 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 a material lens. It's looking at it through a material lens. If that makes sense, I hope that makes sense. Because oh, what I just realized what. I just sorry. I just realized what it means. I think I think it's a reference to to Earth being flat, the ice wall. Oh, the ice wall thing. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what mm. that is, but I I, th I think you're right. I think it has to do with uh, I think that's what the that's wall with, that yeah. surrounds the pancake. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> I don't know any of your flat <laughs> yes. Earth people. I I don't know enough about flat Earth um, mythology <laughs> or round Earth mythology. However Ooh, you want to put you, it. You, you have, you have, you have now sparked, you have now angered the dragon. We're going to be getting uh -oh. emails. By using the word myth. It's all a myth. Yes. 
if 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 the if we're in the matrix the flat world is part of the matrix too it's like it's ah. material. All materiality is illusion. Doesn't matter what it is. I mean, I used to say before flat earth was 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 popular, I used to say all the time back in the day where everybody believed the world was flat, you know, back before they supposedly discovered it wasn't. It was flat. Because if everybody believed it was flat, then it was. That's a and, good point actually. That's yeah. a really really profound point. Uh kids millions and millions of kids believe that santa is real and so therefore santa right. is real mm -hmm. he is and you know again this is consensual this is like consensus reality which i'm not i don't really buy into and i'm not going to get into that because we'll be here for five days but but the idea of believing something and it being manifestly real because you believe in it, I think that works individually, but but it's usually presented in a mass. It's like 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 going through the whole thing we're talking about with the world on fire. If everybody was a positive thinker and did not look at it, you know, did not look at the world as being in trouble, then it wouldn't be. So all of us who think about the world being in trouble, are the ones making it in trouble and i don't oh. buy that at all it, it's like i think that's a i, I mm. think that's a very very elementary way to look at at manifestation through consciousness and again i won't yes. get into that because but, it's way way too wordy to to try to uh, explain okay. it todd but what what power then do affirmations play uh, scott adams who draws dilbert uh, when i interviewed him he said that um affirming things is a very important mm -hmm. part of your being in terms of wellness yes I, I, for you as an individual see uh let me let me try to put it as succinctly as i can my wife passed away 20 years ago um in my world in my reality she is gone but i have no idea what her reality is she may have lived it's my reality where she's gone. And so everybody in my reality that I've created uh, are, are a consensus part of my reality. So, so everybody believes that she died because that's my reality. I, I don't know if that's a good way, good way to explain it. But affirmations work in that sense too. The affirmation is aligning yourself with the truth that nothing real exists that's un nothing unreal exists and anything real cannot be threatened so if you're putting out an affirmation that you're very confident say just a really simplistic thing then the reason you're doing that is because you're trying to align yourself with truth and the truth is is that you're a spiritual being not a physical one and you may have had all kinds of physical reasons why you're not confident maybe you're you know, five foot two, or maybe you're fat, or maybe you're, uh, maybe you're not the, the, the sharpest tool in the shed. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons why you might not be confident, but the truth is in the, in the spiritual world, you are, you are everything you can be. The physical world, you might not be. So the affirmation is trying to align yourself with the truth that you are confident because you're made that way or or you're you are in essence that way not necessarily made that way but you're in essence that way 
And there's a lot of things that get in the way of something like confidence. It's not just your physical body. It's, it's your upbringing. It's whether you were abused as a child. It's whether you were bullied. I mean, all these things that are real in the physical world, but are not real in the spiritual world. Yeah, I think I'm following what you're saying. And I'm getting a, a sense of... Um, I'm, I don't know what the right word is. Uh, what you're doing is you're challenging the hyper-materialistic... Uh, argument which i think is one that i agree with because for example globalism technocracy actually is about hyper realism oh sorry hyper materialism mm -hmm. nothing exists oh, yeah. nothing exists other than your biological being and of course that's right your biological being is also a social construct so you can just you know you can just take take off your penis and you, you can become a woman and all sorts of things yeah and there's yeah. no yeah, there's no, right there's, no that, yeah. there's no god uh, we are God, the, the system, mm -hmm. the, the technocrats bow down to us. But when you, when you break free from, from, from those chains and you see the world as you are seeing it, uh, there is a lot more liberty. When you're seeing the world as what? Say, say that again. One more time. In, in the way that you've been, in the way that you've been explaining things, there's a lot more freedom in terms of just because you're breaking free from the enslavement of that, of that prison that, um, that comes with hyper-materialism. Yes, very well put. And it's not, um, it is so um, pervasive, uh, the material uh, um, falsity or illusion of the material is so powerful that anything we can do to free ourselves from its its demands, as you're saying, uh, is going to be uh, positive for our existence. Uh, and you can spend a lifetime just dealing with the very, very simple ones rather than go like like, for instance, if you're born without any legs and people would say no amount of power, uh, positive thinking or affirmations is going to change that. Well, yes. theoretically, that's not true. Theoretically, um, you can manipulate your your physical environment, physical reality in in any way at all. It can be manipulated. It's more than likely not something you should spend a lot of time doing because there's a reason why y you have a material uh, defect such as that. And also, it's it's not something you would even know you have done, because like I said earlier, if you see, if you're aware that you have no legs, let's say, and you can do all of the spiritual work to come to a point where you have them, because the, the laws of the material world are, are relatively rigid, you would be changing your memory. You would be going yeah. all the way back to when you were born. Your legs wouldn't suddenly appear. And everybody going, oh, look, he's got legs now. Yeah. All right. If you're if you did the work you, and you changed it so that you had legs, you'll go all the way back to when you were born and you would have mm -hmm. them. And the memory of it would also go with you. So it's not something you would wake up one day and say, oh, wow, it worked. I have legs now. All my positive thinking and affirmation and prayer work. You wouldn't even know you didn't have them. Does that make this, sense? You would go all the yes. way back to, to before it was even mm. an issue would change and your memory would go with it. 
I, I don't know. That's, it's very, this, very hard this to is, explain this kind of crap, but I, I hope <laughs> somebody's no, this, following it. Yeah. I am. There is, a, there is another dimension that you can add to that. Uh, you're born with no legs and you've got two options. You can, as you pointed out, that you can see just the hyper material and, oh, all right, well, you know, I, I can't go any further. But you can also go, well, this is just an opportunity to innovate and create as we humans can do and end up with replacement legs of some sort like blades. And I'm not going down the road of, of, uh, of transhumanism because I don't think that that is an yeah, example of transhumanism. No, I don't think we're it's using this as an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a different but, thing. But, but that's not transhumanism. That's, that, that's an aid. Uh, the blades are there to help. They're not there to to um, to take Enhance. away the identity. Well, they're, right. they're, yeah, and they're not they're not there to 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 make him somebody else. They're just there to aid. It's the same thing as having a pacemaker. Um, I don't see that as particularly transhuman. I think it's just a medical aid. It doesn't change who you are. Generally, um, any medical advancement like that, uh, I think from the, I think, and I, I wouldn't swear to this, but I think from the perspective of the creators and the inventors of that mm. are always the original intention is to help and yes. is to, you know, but that's a huge topic. I mean, I, I don't know it if is. you want to dance around with it well, for a while, but it's sure, like I don't really mind. complex. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't mind because it's something that I've been chatting about recently. Um, I mean, how's that for a segue? But um, the interesting thing about that, uh, it's it's been a bit of a tug of war because p some people will argue that blades in 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 place of your legs are trans are transhuman because you look more like a cyborg, and that might be true. You might physically look a bit more like a cyborg. But I mean, I was in a coffee shop just a couple of days ago, and a guy walked in with um, a blade on one of his legs because he, mm -hmm. he obviously didn't have a leg. Now what? So because I don't like the idea of transhumanism, I must now say to him, that's evil. You know, you, you're buying into the transhumanist agenda. No, he, he just wants to be able to walk and buy a coffee. He still is himself. But if he, for example, or you or I decide to put a chip into our head that through some sort of app can change our thinking, that's different. What if the guy with the blades can run faster than anyone, than any so other So we human? had that, okay, so we had a real life example of that here in South Africa. I don't know if you if you remember a guy called Oscar Pistorius. Yes. Uh, he was yeah. a, what, 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 what do you call him? A, a, a para, a para, a Paralympic or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he won a lot of races. Uh, okay. So there's a lot of controversy around him. We won't talk about that. He shot his girlfriend and went to jail. Um, but when he was an athlete, there was a lot of controversy around whether or not he had, an, <laughs> can you believe it, an unfair advantage because he was right. running against, he was running against um, people with legs and he was faster. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so there was a lot of science going into the research of, of the technology mm -hmm. that was aiding him. But isn't that just a malfunction of uh, the, the, the construction of the artificial limbs onto his body is that really transhumanist i mean does does he sit back and go well i'm i'm not i'm my name isn't oscar anymore i'm i'm now somebody else or is he just thinking well like i'm able to run a bit faster because i got these cool legs 
and now they're going to change them. And so now I have to work harder. I, I don't know the answer to that. That's why I'm giving you the, 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 the options here. What do you think? Yeah, I, I don't know if we can come up with the answer to that uh, with an argument, a philosophical argument about it. Because I think mm -hmm. what makes something transhuman uh, or the endeavor to create something transhuman is is where right at this moment we have the argument with. And, and we don't really want to go into a straw man uh, argument and say, oh, well, you know, what about pacemakers? What about, you know, artificial limbs or whatever? Because it obscures the real problem. And the real problem in transhumanism, if you look into uh, the literature about the trilateral um, committee or whatever they are, and, you know, various other things that have happened throughout history uh, that are being set up into this transhuman perspective, uh, it is at its foundation evil intention. It's mm. not it's not helping some guy being able to walk. That that if, there's and and you know it's not all I shouldn't say it's evil intention. I, I think it's being used as evil intention. Again, I think the creators of these things are just like my article this morning about about God as mechanic. Um you know, this this new um, self-replicating, self-mutating, self-spreading uh, virus DNA string that they're creating. Uh, I don't think the guys that came up with this, I think they're very, very pleased with themselves to be so clever scientifically. But the military's involved, the U.S. government's involved. It's like there's something dark going on with with all of this. And I think that's where the problem of transhumanism is. Yeah. If you so get, how about this? Yeah. How about this, Todd? How about this? If it's a technological or medical aid, right? That's not transhumanism. It's an aid, quite literally by definition. As somebody in the comments now said that um, a blade is no different to a wooden leg, like a pirate of old. It's just, it's just, an, an, it's just assisting that's, them to walk. But Transhumanism, I would argue, is the attempt to replace humans. And if the technology is designed to replace you, that is transhumanist. How about that? That's fine. You can look at it that way. And I think that just like I said a second ago, that's where the problem is. Not mm. in a peg leg, because a peg leg back in the 1700s is also transhuman. It is right. it is a transhuman process. And and, you know, you can say that about almost anything that I mean, the ancient Egyptians were, you know, replacing toes and teeth and whatever with artificial artificial substances. It's like there is a transhuman element to those things. But where transhumanism becomes a problem is just what you just said. And it's also. Mm. In my view, because I've, I've become quite religious these days, but my view is also trying to circumvent or trying to ignore the truth of, of the creator, the truth of God. I think a lot mm -hmm. of these things would be self-regulating if the people inventing them and the people even using them had a very strong basis of, of uh, spirituality to them. I, I just I, like the atomic bomb, you know, any technology, yeah. it's like, 
if if you have a strong foundation of of what the world really is, what God is, whatever, you wouldn't even be venturing into these areas where you could say, okay, that's too far. That's yeah. too far. And yeah. Todd, hang on a yes, second. Sir. I'm just I'm just quickly okay. going to a break. I'll, I'll be back with you shortly. My name is Jim. This is TNT. With his expert analysis and opinion, this is TNT Radio's Timothy Shea. There's an old Southern proverb here in the United States that the ones doing the accusing are usually the ones doing the doing. The bard put it a little more eloquently, methinks thou doth protest too much. But pretty much any time you see people smearing Donald Trump, for example, you can pretty much bet your bottom dollar that they're the ones that are guilty from everything of which they accuse him. Starting war, being a dictator on day one, all of the lies heaped upon Donald Trump, all the fear-mongering, all the panic they're trying to engender. We're, we have to save democracy. How exactly? By destroying democracy, by being totalitarian, by breaching civil rights? No. I'm sticking with Granny on the front porch. Those doing the accusing are usually those doing the doing. For MAGAinstitute.com, this is Timothy Shea. For today's News Talk, TNT. I want to eat, eat, eat apples and bananas. I need to eat, eat, eat apples and bananas. Why can't I eat? Support the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks to help provide meals to those in need. Join us at feedingamerica.org. Talk that matters. Germ Warfare and Jeremy Nell on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Todd, think about this for a moment, right? So we're talking about transhumanism, and I understand that it's a bit of a blurry, it's a fuzzy concept. It's not the easiest <laughs> thing to define. And I think if we are really honest with ourselves, what you're saying is correct. Like a pegged leg, you know, on a pirate is essentially a form of transhumanism. Uh, but I, I argue more from a kind of meta analysis of it. I, I, I'm trying to suggest that if, if it's an attempt to replace yeah. a human, then it's transhuman. Uh, so if it's an aid, then, then it's just an aid. But that it becomes blurry because let's say you lose all your limbs and you end up with 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 you know robotic arms and limbs and everything and you have a robotic heart and all sorts of stuff. Yes, I know. Then it starts getting really sci-fi and I don't quite know. I don't know where that line is. But mm -hmm. I think where we are now in society, we can see transhumanism morphing from other from other aspects of society. I would argue that transgenderism is a form of transhumanism because it is re trying to redefine one's identity. Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely is. It definitely is. Well, you know, I'm sure somebody's written about this that, that has really thought it through that, um, you know, the peg leg, the artificial limbs and whatever, the AIDS, I, I really do seem to be a pretty good criterion to, to state that that's not really what we're talking about when we say transhuman, it may technically be, you know, transhuman, but it's not, it's not the worry. It's not the problem. 
And I, I think it's very, very clear in the agenda that replacing humans with robotics, with, uh, you know, non, non-biological beings that, or you can't even say that because they can, they can recreate biology as well, um, is, is clearly where the problem is. And I think that it's, it's kind of wiped clean of problem by just stating its progress, its technology, it's for the good, you know, this whole virus thing, you know, to be able to, to self spread, uh, a virus or, or, uh, a vaccine or whatever. It's good for everybody. It's a good thing. And to hell with informed consent, we don't need that. Um, it's on the wrong road. And again, you have to, you have to have some spiritual background and belief to see that. I think if you don't have that, you don't see that. You you can see, oh, with a government, if some bad people got a hold of this kind of thing, it'd be really bad for everybody. And that's happening too. But even if that wasn't there, there's there's something going against the grain here uh, with regard to who really or what really has the quote unquote right to recreate the human system or any system, any any God created, lack of better words, system. And yeah, uh, the, so so Hemingway in the live chat uh, makes a good point here. Uh, he says, you know, as as Todd would know, it's it's like replacing bony M with bone M and M. <laughs> oh, thanks. Did you just make that up? <laughs> no. Or did somebody actually the, write that in? They're still on. No, that. that's. No, that's that's in the chat. It's in the live oh, chat. Yeah, you can have, yeah, yeah, yeah. ask ask uh-huh. a noob. You'll you'll tell you it's right there. <laughs> that is one of the greatest moments. Uh, okay, I know on it my was. show on my show with you. <laughs> yes, bone bone M and M. Look, look, look. There's a comment above it talking about the contraceptive pill, and that is also, I believe, an attempt into transhumanism. It is about slowing down the population so that the population can be replaced with transhumans uh depopulation is a real thing it's a real mm-hmm. real problem and mm-hmm. and as i was saying to you guys during the break um i'm a fan of of people having kids <laughs> mm-hmm. having having children having mm-hmm. families this is this is one way and we spoke right at the start of the show about about the white pill and solutions this right. is a solution to transhumanism mm-hmm. have a family and have kids mm-hmm. as long as they're real well, what yes. was it? Did you yeah. did did you see the the movie Extinction? Have you seen no. that by any chance? Yeah, you should check it out because it goes right along with what you're saying here. It's, the island uh, also. Have you seen the island? Uh, I think so. Yeah, it's an old. That movie. is a great. No, no. Well, I don't know. Twenty years. Um, it's. I mean, it was. I think it was in the. It was in the two thousands. Okay. Wow, that sounds old now when you say twenty years, but. Yeah, I mean, well, the, well the, to me it two- was yesterday. Yeah, that, it's that's a great not, movie. To you, it's it with, would uh, what? Who was it in now? It was ah uh, um, uh, man, help me out, somebody. Uh, anyway, it's a great movie, um, um, and it's about it's essentially about transhumanism. Mm-hmm. I'll check it out. No, I, I I agree with you. I'm sure most most other people do. I've, Mm. you know, when I was younger, I didn't have kids in my first marriage and it wasn't so much that it was a decision made. It was just more of just, you know, long story about career and all that kind of crap. 
And uh, Jordan Peterson's a big one that says that you're missing out on like a third of what the purpose of your life is if you don't have a family. Mm. And as an older guy, because it's all past and I don't have to deal with it, <laughs> um, I agree with that. And I think considering what, what we're going through in the world right now with this effort, and I do believe it's a conscious agenda to destroy the family, to um, essentially sterilize everyone in some way, whether it be through vaccines or whether it be through some yeah. kind of um, consideration for uh, a body dysmorphic psychological issue that you're not a man or a woman and that you have to cut yourself up in order to try to manifest that psychological uh, image. Um, you know, it is all part of it. It's it's all part of of this effort to transhumanize people out of humanness, and I've I've written a I've written a lot about or I comment a lot in my articles about C.S. Lewis's book, um, that hideous strength, which was written in 1948, I believe, and it the the awareness that he had of this happening in the world at least in the future if not even during his time is pretty amazing because he focuses on this transhuman idea as as the the uh, the hideous the hideous strength which is the devil uh, and mm. uh, he gets it i mean he nails it and it's all the things we're talking about uh in some way or another it's just this stripping human beings of their humanness which big part of it is creating children and having a family and procreating that way, you know, continuing humanity through creating other versions of ourselves, which is what every animal on earth does. And another, th uh, just as you said that now, um, I was reminded of something we spoke about earlier in the conversation, and that is part of being human is the ability to create that that sets us mm -hmm. apart from pretty much everything else in existence humans mm -hmm. can create mm -hmm. transhumanism is about not creating it's about replicating yep. and replacing it's not right. about creating good point really good point yeah yeah that's a really really good point it's also creating a sameness in everything where there is no creative uh impulse uh where everything's the same uh, and anything that is is mechanically created, like through a transhuman process, like even mm. genetically, you know, because now it's not just mechanics. It used to be, it used to be mechanics. Like it started out with the wood leg, you know, that's a mechanical thing, and then it turned into pacemakers and and whatever. All these like new inventions, the fake heart valve and whatnot. Now it's moving into genetics. It's moving into biological mechanics, biological recreation. So, but it's all the same. It's all predictable. Mm. There's, there's no mystery in it. And if there's no mystery, there's no creativity. Basically, so, yeah. Tra basically transhumanism. It. Yeah. Transhumanism is basically copy and paste. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, it was Harari. Wasn't it Harari who said that uh, humans are going to become hackable? Oh yeah, that's him. <laughs> he's one of my favorite devils out there. <laughs> mm. He's so blatant. I don't know what to make of him. Yeah. Um, now it's easy to knee jerk and go, "Ah, oh, he's 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 evil." But can I ask you a question about him? I'm not in, in any way a fan, and I I I bought his book many many years ago before I realized who he was. 
Mm. Uh, what's it called? Sapiens or something? Yeah, the um, first one is Sapiens. When, yeah. when, when he speaks, he doesn't ever say, this is what I'm wanting, what I'm hoping for. He just seems to speak in terms of affirmations as in, as in he's almost like a futurist, that he's saying what is coming. Or is he actually saying these things because that's what he desires? What do you think? You mean like personally desires? Well, when he says humans are hackable and everybody gets angry at him as if he is the one who wants humans to be hackable. But what, do, what if I said to you, humans are going to become hackable? Am I suggesting that that's what I want? Or am I suggesting that's oh, what I, I see Oh, I see what coming? you're saying. No, no, I think it's the latter with him. But that's, that's more of a personal personality psychology thing that he mm. really believes in his dogma. And I do think there's a, uh, because of ego and whatever that every human has, I think there's a certain amount of glee and zealousness in it that, uh, that he feels that he's figured something out and he's mm -hmm. the smart one and knows this. I mean, he's a really smart guy, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, the thing that I found interesting, I haven't read his second book and I, I kind of, you know, don't really want to get that depressed. So I keep putting it aside, but his first book is pretty, I mean, he's very, very uh, intelligent, puts, puts things together well. And when he's talking about the history of, of humans, essentially, it's, it's very uh, informative what he writes about. The thing that I found very interesting that he goes through this whole book and toward the end of it, he starts getting really, you know, in this hackable thing and talking about whatever he never mentions. He's talking all the way through about human achievement and technological advances and how intelligent humans are and different they are from animals. He never once mentions art. Never. Anywhere sure. in the book. He doesn't wow. mention literature. He doesn't mention art, music, sure. nothing. And those which, are all which I found the, very interesting. The, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's human creation. Yeah. Yeah. It's like sure. not even part of his equation. He doesn't, he doesn't even, he doesn't even criticize it. He doesn't even go into the same saying art and whatever is an aberration of human efficacy as, as beings or whatever. He, he doesn't even mention it, which, mm. and you know, he mentions religion all through it, you know, how stupid we are to, to believe in the things we believe in and whatever, but he never, he never talks about creativity and the value of, of art. And that, I think that says a lot about what the pieces he's missing to come up with his conclusions. And of course, his conclusions are, are evident, you yeah. know, not, not from an evolutionary process, but again, from a manipulative uh, perspective that there are groups of people and we'll call them the elite or the whatever you want to call them that are pushing for this they're they're it's not a natural process to become mm. hackable as harari says it it it's intentionally being manipulated into it and humans are pretty stupid. I mean, if, if if I have to say, I mean, we are. I'm going to definitely include myself there because we we are very easily manipulated, and uh, through fear, 
through um, fear of our physical body uh, being destroyed or hurt, mm. you know, on and on. You could go on and on with that. And I think one of the primary reasons why we're fearful the way we are is because we no longer have a spiritual mm. belief as a basis of our being as we used to. In the comments, uh, Kath, Catherine makes a point that uh, that I was making earlier. It's a, it's a nice comment. She says, yeah, uh, eyeglasses and transplanted kidney uh, aren't transhumanism mm -hmm. because those components don't change you as a human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, you could, you could go the route of wiping out uh, human mm -hmm. technological advances completely and say that we're really meant to live the way say indigenous tribes of people lived, you know, a thousand years ago, that uh, we can create tools in order to eat better, you know, cultivate, you know, agriculture, whatever, but, and maybe a stick leg here and there or whatnot. But this mm. idea of perfecting the human body beyond what it was intended yeah. and, and even fixing it beyond what God would, I mean, if, if we were, if we were very spiritual people, and maybe at one time we were, we very well could create a situation where limbs would heal, hearts would heal, yeah, yeah. Um, whatever, because, I mean, look at the whole Jesus thing. I mean, it's all about yeah. healing. That's one of the main things Jesus did. I know we're running out of time. Yeah, we are running out of time, but I just quickly <laughs> want to just, just make a, 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 well, I'll let you quickly make your closing comment. I would love to see more people or as many people that want to come to my Substack, uh, Shrewviews, www.shrewviews.com. Um, great discussions going on there. Uh, we have a great community and that's what I think it's all about. So please come and join us. That's not what I meant by closing comment. I was referring to your conversation, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I me, wonder why you say put this. it that way. Sorry. I just thought we were, we were doing our usual ending, but well, at uh, least we've, what, we've now, we've now covered that. So your, your okay. website has been promoted, but I want to comment on Catherine's on Catherine's use of the word eyeglasses just quickly. I don't know where she's from. I can't remember. I think she might be in the UK, but uh -huh. uh, why, why say eyeglasses? Where else are you going to have glasses on your arms? arm glasses <laughs> spectacles you know or wh <laughs> why must you be so literal with your with where the glasses must be <laughs> if it didn't say the word i in front of it it's like i got these glasses i don't know where to put them <laughs> uh, well anyway anyway todd hayen yes sir as always I'll, I'll chat you in two weeks time thank you for joining me that's in great looking forward to it you take care Bye-bye. Um, oh, by the way, before you go, someone has said you're drinking glasses. Ha ha. That's it. That's that is. <laughs> there we go. That is a good, there good you comeback. Go. Well, played, that's transhuman that too, is. you know. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I approve of, I approve of drinking glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Especially over the weekend. <laughs> right. Um, all right. Take it easy, uh, Todd. I'll chat to you soon. And uh, if you want to send me an email, jimwarfare at tntradio.live, please do. I'm always thrilled to receive mails. Um, I don't really have much else to say other than on behalf of uh, Anoop and Joel in the studio. My name is Jim. This is Jim Warfare, the Battle of Ideas. Mm -hmm.